you're listening to the We Speak Common Podcast Network. For more information and to support the show, head to wespeakcommon.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of Table Fables on the We Speak Common Podcast Network, brought to you in partnership with The Dice Dungeon and Describe, your one-stop shop for D&D accessories and paraphernalia and the place to go to add immersion to your D&D games respectfully. You can find links to our partners in the description of this episode below, as well as discount codes to use to get 10% off your purchases with both of them. This episode is all about burnout and balance. How to make sure you are living your best life and playing the most amount of D&D as humanly possible without losing all of your hair. Welcome to We Speak Common. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the D&D podcast for everyone because here we speak common. It is the third, the third episode I am recording. God, it feels weird. It's uh, what, June? Are we in June? How do the months work? January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, we're in June. We're in June now. Um, and uh, things are good. Things are great. I've I've been on holiday since we last spoke. No, I haven't. No, we spoke, we spoke before then. I've been on holiday. I'm still talking about it. Um, I'm back in the UK. I've played D&D at least twice since we've talked. And, um, and I'm joined by Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Ben. You okay? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm uh, rather, uh, you, you pointed this out off air, rather, um, what's the word? God, my brain is so slow. What is the word then? What's the word? Rather appropriately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have had a day. It has been a day. Uh, I just work has been mental and busy and I'm knackered. I actually was going to like come home and clean my flat and I pushed that off until tomorrow and I came home and napped. So I am, I'm here. I've got a blanket. I've got a cup of tea. It's raining outside. Oh, like, is it? Oh, the it's vibes. Not really well, I think, I mean, it, it's it's meant to have been raining all day and it hasn't and it's kind of been spitting a little bit, but it's like grey and overcast. Mm, yeah, it's definitely grey. So, so I'm like, kind of like, oh, I can actually see that it's like really wet on the on the pavement. So it's mm-hmm. definitely been raining. Got a um, wet ground. I missed it. I must have been asleep. Um, yeah, so I'm really like, oh, God, tired. Yeah. How are you? I am also tired. I also got back late from home because my boss decided to have a meeting when I was leaving. Oh, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. Like so. you're about to, you're literally about yeah. to walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. I yep. told my, um, not my boss, but my other boss. So like the deputy mm-hmm. I may have just let slip that I applied for a job in Australia a couple of months ago. <laughs> and he was like, that's a okay. bit awkward. And I was like, oh, Sorry. Um, I was like, I didn't get it. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. I hate bosses. I hate bosses. Yeah, well, there we go. You're Confirmed. a boss, aren't you? I am a, technically a oh, mild boss. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'd hate you if you were my yeah, boss. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a great... Well, I, no, I, no, I'm not a bad no, boss. But you're like, a, you're I, a great boss and that's why I would hate yeah. you because you make me do work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I speak to my boss every like two months. He just kind of lets wow. me out with it, which is pretty good. That's wild. 
I would hate that. I think I would hate that, which is weird to think because in like, I think if in thought about like, if I thought about it now, I'd be like, oh, that sounds great. But actually I would hate it in the long run. I'm actually probably going to, I'm probably going to scratch that from the record in case mm. anyone listens to it. So if there's a weird little blip where I suddenly go oh. silent, it's because I've just edited something out. Um, <laughs> my, um, my boss is great. I love my boss. You um, love boss. I, actually, no, honestly, on a very serious note. And I, I do mean this. You I do, do like your boss. I do yeah. really like my boss, but I don't speak to him often. Yeah. Um, as, mu- as much as you'd like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I'm trusted to just get on with my job, which, which is, is lovely good. and amazing. That's a great thing. But sometimes it feels like I just see my team and that's it and no one else. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, it'd I be nice that. to see more people, you know, but hey, yeah. that's where we live in. Um, all very <laughs> appropriate because we're going to be talking about how we balance that yes. stuff in life with our, our um, hobby, which, uh, I mean, little did we know when we got into it is the most time consuming thing to exist in the universe. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know this pairs really well with our prep app that we talked about, where we were like, "Yeah, takes we, up a lot of time." We did it? that a while ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, so I, I suppose to to put it out in in a way that makes sense, what we're talking about today is how to balance work, life, school, yeah. family, friends, D and D prep, um, everything, all of it together. And and I'm gonna add sleep on there because sleep really needs one. to be on there. That's a really important one because um, it's it's difficult. It's really hard it to is. do. And hey, I mean, I, I, I'll throw my hands up. I just took two months off of this podcast because it just got too much. You, do you know? Yeah, do you know you what? Hit the limit. Oh my god! I s- sat down yesterday and was talking about um, like what's happening over the last two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with my therapist of all people. Mm-hmm. Um, a sensible I, person to speak to about it? Well, I had I had a two month <laughs> break. So I, I yeah. literally, the last session I had with him, I was like, do you know what? I think I'm good. Like, I don't think I need these anymore. Let's set one in two months. We'll catch up. I'll see how things are. We'll go from there. And he was like, yeah, great. And I was like, cool. I'm going off to London and um, I'm, uh, I'm going to go and um, like have a great time and then I'll come back and all this and I'll have networked yeah. and everything. Uh, then my uncle died. Mm-hmm. Then I got COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, then I lived in a hotel for two months. Yeah. Um, I, we played like maybe three sessions of D and D. We played like hardly any D and D in that time. Yeah, I mean, I we I've I've had this full recap with James, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was a weird time. So like, I was like, oh, limit hit reached can't yeah. happen. Right before I got COVID as well, I was like booking in episode yeah. recordings. I was like getting the ball rolling and then like all my licensing uh, expired and like the world just like sucker punched me. It went, really uh, went crazy. It's like, you need to take a break. And I think that's what kind of inspired this chat, isn't it? Cause yeah, sometimes the world does do that and it just goes, Hey, yo, step back, take a, take a second. Yeah. Um, and other times it doesn't, and you need to, to be able to spot that you need to do that yourself. And I'm not very yes. good at it. So evidently um yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's why that's why i have dave on my team that's to why you have mod me. teams yeah uh, yep pretty much um so i suppose where do we start with this dave because there's a lot here i th- i think the best thing to talk about is um is what you've just said basically you, i think you've started off strong there because you need to understand your limits to to truly be able to not burn out, I think, which is a really difficult thing to understand. Mm. Um, And I think 
Personally, it's something I've learned with age, um, and I'm still not the best at it, but it's definitely something I've grown to learn. Yeah, I I think, well, wisdom comes with experience, doesn't it? Exactly. Well, that's a very D&D sentence. Wasn't it? Maybe on brand. But I, yeah, I've got better at it over time, and I think as well, like, now that I like I completely manage my time. Like I'm, yeah. like I'm a, I'm a full grown adult, you know, exactly. I live on my own. I, uh, I look after everything I need to look after in my life and I organize my own time and stuff. And I've, I often sometimes forget like how much time I need to just chill and relax because I'll, I'll do that thing where I'll put pressure on myself and I'll be like, you're not doing anything. You haven't done anything tonight. Like why are you not yeah. going out and seeing people or why are you not? sit on your computer talking to people why are you not playing games of james why are you not prepping D? like what are you, why are you just sat on the tv watching netflix yeah. um and something i realized actually when i was uh, working in london i was living in the hotel and i, I had a friend stay with me for a couple of nights um, yeah but we did different things as well like they went and did stuff and i like had some time on my own after a couple of days and i yeah. had an evening to myself and was like oh my god I feel so much better now. Like, like, off. Like, I'm a really independent person, anyway. And I wouldn't say that I'm. I used to think I was an introvert. Yeah, I'm not. Definitely not an introvert. Yeah, I'm. But I'm not an extrovert either. I think I'm. Do you think? I think I'm an ambivert. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's the first word I've ever heard that word. So that's a fun word. Basically, an ambivert is someone who wants the best of both worlds. I (laughs) like. I love going out and seeing yeah. people and doing things. Yeah. But at the same time, I used to very much need to have, like need to know in advance that I was going to do something. I couldn't just have something sprung on me. Yeah. Now I'm like, fuck it off. I go. And I think that's yeah. come with the freedom of, you know, being, yeah, being single and on my own and living on mm-hmm. my own and just like not having to be a, put up with anyone. Yeah. You know, I don't have to tell people where I am and stuff. So now I'm very much free and like, Oh yeah, I'll just drop everything and go do something. Um, but my social battery dies and I, I just have to have time alone to like recoup. Yeah. No, no, I'm exactly the same. Um, and the thing is when, because obviously I've been married now for like four years. I've mm. uh, been with Tiff for like eight years. Mm. And we've lived together for like five of those years. Um, and now we have a baby. <laughs> Tiff is a saint, man. <laughs> I know, exactly. So we, me and Tiff are both very independent people as well. We like our alone time and just time away from everything and each other sometimes. You need that space in a relationship personally anyway. We do. Mm. Um, so we have separate hobbies. We don't really do, like in the week, we don't really sit down with each other. We just do separate stuff. Like we'll have like a couple of hours together, eat, eat some food, and then we'll do our separate thing. Um, and then we spend committed, we have like dedicated time at the weekends that we spend together. Yeah. Um, but we are very separate in the sense that we like, she goes plays darts and I play D and D and it's uh I personally I think you need that time space yeah, yeah. and it helps to have someone who understands it like someone right. who's you know knows yeah in the same like, boat as you basically yeah, yeah like you yeah. both need that time yeah um there was a point for getting into that and I can't remember what it was but <laughs> it, it is all relevant it's like yeah. learning learning what you need is tricky and and exactly. You, do it through you get it through experiencing yes like, you have to like go through a period of being like oh god why am i so burnt out why do i feel like right? crap and then yeah. doing something that makes you feel better and going oh that's the thing i need to do to 
rejuvenate yes. myself. Exactly. Like, here's a really random example, but it's something that's so fundamental to me. Yeah. I'm a bald man. You are. Right. It's true. I don't have a lot of hair. Like, right now, I mean, we're on video. You can't really see on video, but like, yeah. like my hair is starting to grow through, right? And it, it looks fine. And people have said yeah. to me before, like, it doesn't look like you need to shave. But no. It's at that point now where I know if I don't go and shave my head tonight, tomorrow, I won't You'll like it. Yeah, It'll yeah, be too long and I'll feel gross. And then all day I'll just keep thinking, God, I need to shave my head. Because I, I touch my head all the time. I do that it will ruin your day almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like that's something I know I need to feel refreshed and rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. It's such a silly little thing. I mean, it's no, not silly. No, I get it. It's like me, I'm like that in, if I don't have a coffee in the morning, which is probably a lot of people's thing, Mm. I'm thrown off completely. If I don't have that time, I like to get to work early, have a coffee, sit down, look Mm. at my emails, and then my day starts. Yeah. If I don't have, if I'm like late or anything, it'll just traffic, it throws me off for the day. I've got a friend of mine, he's a young kid, he's 19, he's, he freelances in the same industry as I do, and um, he's recently, like I've been, I've been mentoring him and helping him get into our station he's and he's recently like he's i'm so proud of him he's done incredibly well um yeah and he messaged me and was like i've got like a, a week of work in manchester i can't nice. afford a hotel can i come and sleep on your couch and i was like yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah um i was like bring a sleeping bag i've got an air bed you'll be fine <laughs> yeah. and um but my flat's not big my flat's tiny you've been in it so like you know i mean it's not are, tiny tiny i've been in small flats <laughs> yeah okay it's not tiny but for two people it's quite small yes you know and so you get up in the morning and you're instantly you know on top of each other effectively and uh he said to me like oh, i've had a really nice morning and i was like what do you mean he's like oh you know i got up and you were making coffee and then then you know and there was nice music playing and you know we had a little <laughs> walk to work and yeah and then we got in and like no, no one else was there because we were in before anyone except the breakfast teams i was like yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's my routine He's like, that's so nice. I was like, yeah. It I've, is nice. I've had to learn yeah. it. I've had to practice what my yeah, routine right. is. Yeah. But but now that I know it, it helps me stay refreshed when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, going through everything. You need that. You need it. So I guess I would I would say routine is one of those things that to add to that list. If we were our list, routine. Yeah, absolutely. And like I think it's one of those things that like to to have a be- I hate the phrase work-life balance, mm-hmm. but I, I can't think of a better way of saying the it. The thing like, is with you as well, you, yours is blurred at times because you have yeah. these like events and things to go to. Mine is yeah. very clean cut. Like, yeah, like I leave work and then I may do snow time, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like, I, I don't think I've had a night where someone hasn't called me from work this week. That's wild. Um, and like, I'll happily, like, I love my job. I love what I do. And so I'll yeah. happily take it and help someone. But at the same time, I don't have work emails on my phone. Yeah. I don't have teams on my phone. Like it's not happening. It will never happen. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my, that's my boundary. No, no, you need it. My, my phone number is on my email. And if someone really needs me, they can get me. Yeah, exactly. But I've, you know, I've been that kid who drove into the radio station on Christmas day and changed all the music because George Michael died, you know? Yeah. Um, I've been the kid who's been woken up at 3am by a call from Arkiva because the station's gone off air and they can't get hold yeah. of anyone else. And it's like, yeah. nah, I've, I, I've got, been that person. Now yeah. I've got my work-life boundaries. And it's, yeah. it's kind of like that. If you've got your work-life balance, don't think of it as just work. Think of that no. as 
like your work life balance, your social life balance, your mm-hmm. um D well, just life, life balance. balance. Just yeah. life balance, yeah. I mean, like we we're both very ambitious people with our work. Um yeah. and I think that's probably why we're really good friends. We've got the same kind of mindset and stuff like that. We're both driven. Yeah, exactly. And um it's, it's when you're young, you can, it's easy to confuse doing above and beyond to the point where it's extremes as putting yourself forward as I am a driven person. Mm. You don't need to do that. Mm. to prove yourself also it was nuts for me going from like i worked in a a fairly large company yeah that owned i think at its height 11 or 12 radio stations but they were all independent stations that they weren't connected by network going from that to a proper corporation and the difference and like learning yes yeah 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 air quotes corporate life corporate, yeah and how much i was overworked in some ways at, at the other place like uh, it's and like yeah. i worked for a charity at one point and that environment and that um ecosystem and and mm-hmm. mentality is just insane to me it's like yeah there it's workplaces whether they be not for profit corporation family owned whatever they can be like cults it's oh, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't don't forget yourself and i th- we're talking about work here but all of this i think pertains to social life pertains to D life don't forget you you to balance it all you need to have that amount of time however much it is for you to not be doing that thing yeah exactly i think in that space we've that. we've both known people who overdo it with D because they love it yeah, I mean, I've done it. Yeah, I've done it several times in my life, but I've massively overcommitted to DMing multiple games, and it's just like, what am I doing? This is mm. nuts. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I, I play two D and D games a week. I run yeah. one and I play one. I don't have the capacity for a third. I don't. Yeah, and I know, and I think this is this. I I feel like this comes off quite negatively for me. Okay. Um, but I know that I won't enjoy D and D if I'm only playing and I'm not DMing. Yes, no, no, I hundred percent get that. I feel like that can sound a bit controlling and a bit like. E-E. No, I don't. I think we've discussed this multiple times now. I think you are. I mean, I you've seen me. I love being a player, but mm. I think I love being a DM more. Yeah. I just, I, the thing that gets me, the thing that like gives me that, that, um, dopamine hit is when I've worked really hard on a session and my players are enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. And then then they go, oh my God, that's so cool. Not in, not the, like, I love it when my players at the end of the session go, thank you. That was a really great session. Like, yeah. I think that's really like, it's just polite. It's lovely. I always do it, you know, you, and I like the communication. And if someone says like, oh, you know, that didn't quite hit or whatever, yeah. like that's good communication. But yeah, there's yeah. something different between someone making the choice to say, hey, that was a great session. Thank you. And someone in the moment, like unabashedly being like, oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I love. And I love that I've facilitated that reaction. Yeah. And I don't feel like I get the opportunities to do that as a player. 
Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot harder to do as a player because people are concentrating on their own things. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially, like, the only times you really get a chance to do that is in heavy RP or combat, right? Yeah. There's not, like, a... There's not like an entire world to create and just be like, look at all my amazing things I've made. There's right. two moments you get. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I know that I have to be DMing a game to be enjoying D&D yeah. or enjoying tabletop RPG Sephilish because right. it's the same for like The Witcher. It's the same for, you know, any of the RPG books I've got over there. Like I, yeah. one of those two slots that I have in my, my calendar of tabletop has to yeah. be me DMing. Yeah. That means that I only have one other slot for another game. Exactly. Which means I only have one other slot for another system. Yeah. And I know that I like long form tabletop. I mean, yeah. I, my campaign's been going on for like five years now. Like, yeah. Exactly. You know, so I know that I'm making a big commitment. Yeah. And I have to balance that with, you know, the rest of my life. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I know. I've known people who will overbook games and mm -hmm. will pick up games last minute. Like that's another good example, right? So many times people have gone like, oh, I'm free. I'm free. Let's run a little one shot or yeah. oh, let's, let's run a little combat example. And I'm like, I've got a free, I've got a free night, but Take it. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Yeah, because exactly. I'm going to go and you'll go and sit down and do something else. Yeah. Play COD for a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, and do some some mind numbing stuff that's not yeah. like me using my brain. Yeah, you don't have to focus on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, just get shot a few times and let the adrenaline hit, and then go to bed. Great. <laughs> yeah, call it a day. Um. So yeah, I think I don't know what I'm trying to say is know know what you like. Yeah. Plan for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. don't just absentmindedly say yes to things and then get overwhelmed yeah like work out how much you want to do something mm -hmm. and then work out how much you should do something and yeah. do that one exactly exactly like we've spoken before that you know after tyranny's finished i'm gonna go probably dming full-time my own game again mm. um so I've, i started my campaign um again but we're doing it every other week for now yeah. uh, and we're taking a two-week break at the moment anyway so um like, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't play in two games and then do that as well. Like, I'm not giving myself enough time. And then again, my family enough time on top of that if I'm doing those things. Yeah. So you, well, you're going to do what I do, DM a game, play a game. Yeah, that's my plan. Mm. I, I do think that's a really good baseline. Yeah. Is DM a game and play a game. And I find I have time to do that in a week. Yeah, exactly. The other thing that, like, I... So, let's take this on to the prep side of things then. So, when TOA finishes... Yeah. I'm going to run something else, right? Exactly, yeah. We've pretty much confirmed what it's going to be. Yep. That is a big book. It is. It's a 1 to 20 campaign. It's got new races. It's got new classes. It's yep. got new mechanics. Yep. I haven't read the thing yet. It's so I difficult haven't. not to talk about this in depth on yeah. this on this <laughs> this yeah. topic. We need to ignore it for a bit because I'm I'm super excited for that. Yeah, I, I know, and that's the thing. Like I've I've given you all the heads up. Hey, this yeah. is what I unless something changes, unless something really dope comes out that I yeah. really want to run over it. This is what I'm running, and this is what I did with TOA. I yeah. said to everyone, 
TOA is what I'm running next. It's going to link up. Yeah. There you go. I'm committed to it unless something changes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like mentally good. So I've told you what I'm going to do and you're like, cool. Yeah. Yes, I'm definitely interested. So excited. I'm going to be in it. And so now you want to think of characters. But yeah. Like, you don't you know want to like, I mean, I've already thought I know, of the character. I know. I've already yeah. asked me questions about <laughs> I it. I have. So it's like, I look at that, but I, I'm looking at it now on the shelf and I can see how thick <laughs> it is. And I'm thinking, God, I've got to read that whole thing. And then I've got to write that thing. How long do you have a break between campaigns? Like, what's your break between? Because I think that's pretty key to have I, that moment of time between. Yeah, 100% agree. And I actually said this to someone who, um, I can't, I've, I've said this to multiple people, but I've had people say, oh, my campaign's finishing and then next week I'm starting the next one. And I'm like, no, no don't do don't that. Do don't it. do that. Don't do it. <laughs> and like, oh, but I want to play D&D. Like, I want to have fun. My advice has always been, when you finish a campaign, you, so you have the big final fight. Yeah. And everyone thinks that's the end, right? Everyone thinks mm-hmm. that's the end because in movies, like the, the, the camera fades, the credits roll, right? Yeah. That's not where a campaign ends. So you have the big fight. Mm-hmm. You get together next week and you do, I hate calling it this because I don't think it's the right word. You have your epilogue session. It's like a wind down session. You have your wind right? down session. Yeah. You know, maybe it's the session. Maybe there's a little two week time jump. Maybe there's a year's mm-hmm. time jump. Maybe whatever. You, you, Close the book, right? Yes. You tie the knots. Great. After that session, you have two weeks off. Yeah. At least I would say. Yeah. Two weeks where you don't play D&D. Mm-hmm. And d- difficult if you're in another campaign. Yeah. If you can, don't play any D&D. Have two weeks. Take a break. Yeah. Breathe. Then get back together mm-hmm. and uh, do session zeros or talk about what you want to do. I mean, ideally you've already set up, like you've talked about what you're going to do yeah. and things like I would say in those two weeks, don't even think about what characters you want to run. Don't think no. about, consider it a vacation from work, right? Don't yeah. plan your character. Don't plan your backstory. Don't look for art. Don't prep as a DM, like literally take two weeks off. Yeah. And actually that's something that like I will probably talk to James about. Like if TOA finishes before tyranny, I'll say to him, Hey, can we have a two week hiatus? Yeah, exactly. Because I think I need it. And I think everyone else needs it. Yeah. Um, it's I'm, a very intense campaign as well. Right. So, yeah. I mean, especially the ending is going to be. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be huge. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, the ending will affect tyranny. Yeah. That's so, the wild thing about it. Right. Like I feel like that week, cause we play TOA on a Wednesday. We play tyranny on a Saturday. Yeah. The last session would be on a Wednesday. We'd play the session on, of Tyranny on the Saturday and then we'd take two weeks off. And I would, yeah. I would 100% agree with James if he said, hey, Tyranny's finished, let's take two weeks and then yeah. play COA again. Definitely. Um, I think that's the right thing to do. So yeah. I say take two weeks and then get back together. And if you've already pre-planned stuff, then that's when you start putting that into motion. If you've got another game that's going, so like with us, that's when you start playing that game again. Yeah. So two weeks minimum. Then if you haven't prepped and planned stuff, so I will know when I have somewhere between a month to three months left of TOA. Yeah. You'll have so, a roundabout time, time frame yeah. on when you're finishing. Yeah. At that point, that's when I'll start reading um, the next adventure. 
yeah if it's if it's a book i'm reading in this case it is it's one i'm reading and, and changing it's not a wizard's book it's a third party one yeah that's when i'll start reading that and start putting that through my brain mm-hmm. and digesting it if i've finished reading that and digesting it for the first time when before toa finishes then i will start reading it and taking notes which mm-hmm. is what i do yeah then and I, I don't expect that to be done by the time the game ends, the TOA game ends. So that okay. finishes. Then I take two yeah. weeks off. I take a break. Um, then we start getting back together for the game that's being uh, run by James. Yeah. And within a week of that game being run, I will have created a player handout, and I will schedule a session zero. I'll pull yeah. you all together. And I'll go, here is the player materials, because in this sense, it's a booklet. Yeah. Um, here's, the, here's the premise, here's the hook. I'll have enough of an idea about the campaign, even if I haven't finished taking notes and rewriting, to, to yeah. give you enough to create characters. We'll yeah. talk about that. I'll send you off. I'll give you two weeks. We'll get back together. By that time, I will have rewritten the campaign. We'll set up our first session. We'll talk about how we're all going to get together, whether there's any ties, all that kind of stuff. That's our like mm-hmm. session 0.1, yeah. 0.2, whatever. And then we will begin the campaign. Yeah. So it would take me about four months in all to get the campaign ready, I would expect. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, in, in that timeline. So that's kind of how long I take. But that balance of like giving myself that amount of time and like it wouldn't take that. Like I could pick up that book tomorrow, read it in a week, yeah. then read it and note about it in a week, then write that stuff up over the course of a week then deliver it all to you yeah. and get you together and then start playing. And we could be playing within a month and a half. Oh, for but sure. Yeah. If I did that, like, when am I going to shop? When am I going <laughs> to, when am I going to um, sleep? When am I yeah. going to go out for a drink with my mate after work? When am I yeah. going to go on a date with that girl I've been chatting to? Like, when am I going to do all that life <laughs> stuff? You know? Yeah. It, so if I space it out over that much time, that means I can come home and if I've had a really tough day at work, like I have had today, I can sit down and go, nah. Yeah, not I'll today, read, thanks. I'll, I'll read the next chapter tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And as long as I'm strict with myself yeah. and I do read the next chapter tomorrow. Um, it's fine, yeah. Great, you know? But yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've even been having it this week. You know, it, uh, we've been recording a lot of stuff this week. I've been we doing have, a lot we've of been busy. this week. It's my first full week back in my flat in Manchester. Um, it's know, wild how long you've been away for. Like, oh, mate. Really? It's so nice to be back surrounded by my stuff and like sleeping in my own bed. And so, you know, so I've got a little to do note on my phone and it's got like clean the flat on it. And um, I don't know, the edit this and yeah go and do that and book this and you know i get paid tomorrow and i've got loads of stuff i need to buy and pay for and like you know i it's just one of those things where like my brain is starting to go do it all do it all Mm. do it all now get it done take it all off rush 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 yeah yeah and i'm like no i have to fight that and go no like i was gonna clean the house tonight came back I just don't have the energy. Yeah. I, I already knew I was recording with you tonight. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to take an hour, have a half hour nap. I'll, I can do the cleaning tomorrow. And like being yeah. strict with myself to make that change and make that balance 
God, this is like my therapist would be so proud of me. Yeah. Oh my God, no, that's good. That's um, good. That that is important, and it's it's not easy, but that no. is what you have to do, and you have to do that with D and D. You you truly do. You really really do. Yeah. So I feel like I've been talking for no, half, it's half fine. Straight. No, it's fine. <laughs> I've had so many campaigns that burnt out because. I've not allowed myself like normally it's when I've had a bad day at work and then I've got a game that night and I'll do it. And I'm like, I hate, I hate this session mm. and I hate my DMing. And then you just spiral yeah. and, it, and it's actually not that terrible. And you probably should have just said, I'm not prepared to DM tonight in, in the grand yeah. scheme of things. If it's that, you've that, had that bad of a day. We, we had that chat in the episode that was about, um, I want to say it was the episode that was about, when you know when sessions go really wrong yeah 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 um, definitely but like i i never want to cancel a session ever no i i think i can count the times i've cancelled a session on the day like on yeah. my hands i've cancelled sessions right? before yeah. everyone has but like on the day i hate to do it but if yeah. sometimes it has to be done and i think if you're having that thing where you're like you've had a really rough day and mm-hmm. you're coming home it's like it, it's doing those again rituals that yep. make you feel better. So like with this, and that's what we talked about in that episode was like, yeah, what's the thing that you need to do as, as personal DM prep, not prep for yeah. a session, but prep for you to be in, you a, as a person. in the right mental state to enjoy. Tell you what was good. The thing you did the other day was nice. But in yesterday's session. At the top of. The whole mindfulness thing. Yeah. That was lovely. So I am a hippie. And, you are. It's true. Um, I am. Uh, I, I'm a big believer in meditation, um, mm-hmm. in yoga, and like yeah. mindfulness and journaling and all that stuff. Um. So, one of the things that I have struggled with in the past is being present and not like overthinking, over worrying. Like I am an overthinker. Yeah. Like I. I mean, I have. We both are. Yeah. I have obsessive compulsive thinking so yeah you know it's it it is tricky so i have moments where i'm out and about in the world and like it hits me and i'm like oh my god like i'm i'm a person Mm -hmm. i'm on a rock in space i like no one knows where i am right now i'm just having a day i'm just (laughs) enjoying myself the sun is shining like oh look at that tree like i have those moments of like pure presentness yeah and so I look for ways to incite those because those are the moments where I feel truly grateful for my life and the things I'm doing. Yeah. And talking about it is making me start to have one now. It's very nice. I love yeah, it. yeah. You know, um, I, have, I have those when I'm driving most of all, which is a weird yeah. thing. Well, right? for me, it's, it's usually when I'm out walking and I'm listening to music. My, yeah. my life, I do that. I know it's such a cliche, but I do that thing where like, I feel like I'm in a movie when I've got my music on. Yeah, yeah. And it's partly because my vision is so fucked that it looks like I've got film. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> love that for me. Love the, that for you. The optician once said to me, um, I love this story. She said, I went for a checkup after like a couple of years and she went, yeah, 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 yeah. Your eyes aren't actually that bad. Like, I mean, you've got the astigmatism, but um, yeah, it's, it's not. It, it's not your vision. It's not your eyes that are broken. It's your brain. Oh, and I was like, fun. oh, that's a great thanks. Great. Thanks, love. Cheers. Um, love yeah, that. so one day I'll tell you all the, all the, the weird, like, unique things I have. Mm, but, like, so, yeah. That's so, really like, fun. 
I, my vision's weird. So I have like, um, I think this thing called visual snow syndrome. So I, I like mm-hmm. see like grain and I, the fuzz, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get ocular migraines, I get more floaters and, and weird auras and stuff. And, um, so when I'm walking down the street on a sunny day and cause of my stigmatism, like, f- like light is too much for my eyes. So I have, yeah. I have glasses that have like blue tints. I have glasses, the orange tints are like, great. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. If I wear the orange tint glasses, it's like sepia tone. It's a really nice <laughs> effect, but like I can see lens flares in my everyday life basically yeah, is the best way to describe it. So lens flares and film grain. So then when you couple that with music and like walking down the yeah, street, wild. sudden it's like you're in a movie. Cause I have, I have mild sickness where, you know, we have the, like the, when you see the lights, you get the flares. Yeah. yeah. But like that's, that's the limit of it. I don't have anything else. Um, so yeah, so I like, I have present moments like that. So that I get that. So I used to have those when I was driving as well. Yeah. Cause like, and like, if you've got the music on and the, window down or whatever yeah but yeah so anyway we've gone off tangent but so getting those (laughs) moments i think is really important and i always find that after having a really present moment i'm really aware of like who i am and what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and where i am yeah um and i've done a few of these in the past sort of sporadically i don't do them every session i've randomly done it usually i'll save them for i think this is the first one you've experienced actually i think that is the first one you've done while i've been there yeah usually i'll do it when um either if we haven't played for a long time because mm. I know everyone's going to be giddy to play D&D. Yeah. Or <laughs> if um, I sit down and I'm like, I'm like ready. If I'm ready to run the session and people are like, and I'm like, okay, guys. And everyone's just talking over each other. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, guys, we're going to, guys. Like if it's like that, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay, we're not focused. I need to get everyone in the zone. So um, yeah, this is one I really like. And I find this helps if, if you suffer from like panic attacks and things, I find this is a mm-hmm. really good one for that too so what we did was and uh, like i mean do this now like if you're just out and about it when you've got five minutes do this for yourself oh yeah my god do you know how i told you people from work have been calling me every night this is usually a phone call should we no should, I take, should I take a live on air should i see what it is sure why not? <laughs> let's let's see what happens. let's do it let's, let's go okay here we go hello oh <laughs> What? You're going to hate me. I don't think I have Roadrunner access. So we, I literally would, I never touched that console. I did just let Sam come in and take the switch. He moved into the, the hit studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't think I can be your savior tonight. I think you might have to call support. All right. Good luck. Bye. Oh, that's fun. There you go. I, I hope all the listeners enjoyed that conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, so what was I saying? Here's what we did. So Mindfulness. Find um, whatever you're doing right now, wherever you are, just look around and find three things that are blue, right? Three different things. So it can't be three plant pots that are all blue, like one plant pot. Maybe the sky is blue where you are, and maybe you're wearing a blue jumper, right? Yeah. Find them and notice them. Exactly. Then do the same thing for three green things. So maybe there's a plant near you, or for me, the waveform on Adobe Audition is green, um, and uh, my sofa is green, right? Yeah. Then do it for three red things, and really take it in. Like, don't do it as quickly as I'm doing it. Really take them in. So a red thing, okay, well, there's, there's a, my passport's next to me, and that's 
red and kind of burgundy and it's got gold on it that's nice okay, well my my D books all have red on them and i can actually see over there the player's handbook and i can see tomb annihilation which we've been talking about mm-hmm. that's really yeah. cool um well what's your third red thing right maybe it's a cushion maybe it's a red car i don't know yeah anyway, what, a little show and tell last night it was it was quite cute <laughs> then um you do and this is the thing we were doing this and people were like making jokes and they were like finding their things and showing them off and i was like yeah, yeah. cool okay like and i'm just kind of just like encouraging it like yeah, what yeah, you got? yeah. what's going on um then uh find three things that you consider to be comfortable and suddenly your brain goes oh that's not a that's not a sight thing. What do I consider comfortable? And you have to think about it. So for you, maybe it's a blanket. Yeah. Maybe it's the jumper yeah. you're wearing. Maybe it's, I don't know, your sofa. It could even, be like, it even to... be like actions you do. Like, yeah. for me, I like, I'm, I like move my hair. If I'm like yeah. thinking about something or like things this like that. This is the thing, right? I immediately went, oh, my sofa. I've already said yeah. my sofa. So I can't say yeah, that again. Can't say that. Um, then three things that are beautiful. So... Maybe that is the sky. Maybe it's yeah. it's a beautiful day. Maybe it's the feel of the wind. Maybe it's yourself. Maybe it's someone yeah. you can see. Um, and then the last thing we do is you take two seconds to just sort of sit and think about what is one thing that you could do that would make you feel 1% better. So not, yeah. not 10%, not 20%. doesn't have to be big, just 1% better. It can be a big deep breath in. It can be a big stretch and a groan. Sip it can be a coffee. Sigh. It could be to drink a bit of coffee. Yeah. It could be like one of our players did last night to flip us all off and make us all laugh, yeah. which made us all feel 1% better. It was great. Um, and we did that uh, and everyone got to a point where their brain was going through these motions of thinking about things, pulled them all together and went, oh, oh, I've got to think about that. And I, oh, yeah. okay, I'll do this. Or, yeah. Oh yeah, that would make me feel better. And then we all did the things together. We all stretched and sighed yeah. and drank our coffee and whatever. And everyone went, oh. And everyone went quiet. Yeah. Because they were like, okay, one, they've noticed that they feel better. They've become present. They've seen things around them. Then they're aware of their environment. Their brain is working slower because it's, it's like calmed down a bit. Yeah. And they're then waiting for me to say, okay, now do the next thing. And instead I went, now that you're feeling a bit better, let me refresh your mind on what happened last yeah. week in our session. And it just pulled everyone into it. And especially for TOA, where you, if you go in giddy, your character dies. Yeah, it's, it's a dangerous important. game. Yeah, it's important to like do bits like that. But yeah, like that no, is a ritual I... that I save for those times when yeah. I think everyone else's lives have made them kind of whir the gears up. Yeah. And they need to slow them back down a bit. Yeah, I think uh, as well, like... Um... I think that was one of the most efficient combats I've seen us do as a party. Because mm. that was quite a deadly situation as well. We could have easily just been absolutely massacred in that room. Uh, but we all worked very well together. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, definitely. The thing is, if I did that every session, would it work as well? No, I don't think you it see? would. I think I'd get bored of it yeah. if you did that every session. Exactly. So maybe that's part of part of the routines that you need to to get that balance right um i know i i i really love that um that routine i have a few different ones that i like to use yeah uh one that i did before you were playing with the group was uh, i got everyone to close their eyes and to um feel different parts of their body like what can your what can the sole of your left foot feel what yeah. can the sole of your right hand feel that's a great meditation like tip yeah. in general can you, can you feel a breeze hitting you? And then yeah. because they're playing in the summer in a hot jungle, I was like, okay, but isn't that breeze hot? 
and warm. Mm. Can't you feel like yeah. little beads of sweat on your skin? And we start transitioning from the real world to the yeah, make believe cool. world. I like that to get everyone in. So that's one I've done before. Um, I was surprised last night with that that pre-game meditation. I suppose um, when we got to the find something that. Uh, gives you comfort or is beautiful no one said they're dice dungeon dice if you want to have beautiful things around you that bring comfort into your lives oh my god check out the dice on the dice dungeon uh, they've been supporting this network for uh, before it was a network when it was just a lowly single show uh, they are uh, the wonderful guys ben and dave much like myself ben and dave they're just yeah. our alter egos <laughs> they sell dice and they sell books and they sell dice rolling trays and bags and beautiful limited edition covers there's resin dice metal dice there's glass dice for the for christ's sake um go and check out their store there's a link in the description below have a little peruse have a little browse um maybe you were lucky enough a cheeky gander maybe you were lucky enough to win the 25 pound gift card they uh they wonderfully gave away for the launch of our new show (laughs) uh use it use it and also use use the code we speak common at checkout to get yourself 10 percent off your entire order um the dice dungeon are wonderful guys they are uh friends as well as partners and um their support means the world so go and go and throw them a few bucks and support us and get yourself a nice little treat if you are doing those meditations and you want to do one that, um, like, uh, like I just described, takes you from the real world into the fake world, you might want a little bit of help to really grow that immersion. Uh, describe our second partners are the ones to help you out with that. They've got professional creative writers doing all of the hard work and boosting the immersion of your campaigns, whether it's describing monsters, spells, places sounds they have a whole sound library that you can use yeah. and they've got scenes that you can use as a player if you're i'll work really as well make. now yeah oh my god they they've yeah. grown so much in the last year go and have a look there's a link below dscryb is their name add a.com on the end that is their website and you can subscribe at a number of different tier levels so um you know, you can really pick and choose what kind of access you want and need for your games and make it affordable for you, but to make it just a little bit more affordable it's, in these trying a, times. It's actually a really good value for the it, amount of content you get is, is really, really good. It's over nine and a half thousand scenes written. Yeah, wild. And they're adding them all the time. Yeah. Plus the music, plus the maps, plus the art, like, honestly. But you can get 10% off your subscription every month for the first two years that it's active using the code common at checkout and we'll get a little kickback from that too so yeah go and have a look um okay let's let's talk about some uh some other things you can do to kind of balance prep and play because we've talked about yeah. balancing life in D. yes and I've gone on the record and talked about how I prep games before and how I balance it and yeah that is that I do like I, I top heavy prep so I kind of prep the whole campaign and then I do session by session smaller prep. And do you want to, do you want to know something? Yeah, go on. I've started doing that too now ever since <gasps> we had that discussion. Yeah. Have I have, you? yes. How are you finding it? I love it. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I am vindicated. No, yeah. no, I literally was, I was a bit like, when we first um, talked about it, I was like, no, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. That and then I, I did it with this campaign and I was like, well, this is great. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's so easy to prep yeah. a session. Does it, so, do you feel, have you had yet? Because I know you're, the, that campaign's uh, still a baby campaign, it's just got off yes. the ground. But do you feel sometimes that you come to a session and you go to sit down and prep and then you go, oh. Uh, yeah, I did that last session. What? 
I have nothing to do. Like, I sit down and I go, oh, I need to write a description. Yeah. And that's it. I'll, I'll, sometimes I, I don't even have to write a recap because I've already done it. Like, I do it at the <laughs> end of a session. Like, yeah. Like, yesterday's game, I, um, I, I, I basically didn't have to do anything. Apart from put some tokens on a map, which I did pre-game. Yeah. It was amazing. Easy. So that balance, like that, okay, sure. There will be a period of my life where I am doing a lot of writing, but I like writing even as a dyslexic. I enjoy yeah. it. I enjoy creating. So that's good. Look at it as an I opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. There's going to be a period where for maybe a month, I've got loads of writing to do, but then once I've done it for the next, as we can see, five years maybe not maybe like because it's two campaigns yeah. put together so let's let's call it two and a half two and a half um i have much less writing to do so you know it, it that really helps me balance prep and play yeah 100 percent agree how were you doing it before you came over to the way i was the true uh, way of doing it. so i had a very i had a very similar in the sense of i had a background of all my information about it. I have like a, a catalogue of all the things that were on mm. mapped out. Um, and it was very basic though. It was like, there's a shop here, you know, like you just have a, like, basically like a, just a campaign guide or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but then I would go in the session and prep them like a couple of weeks in advance, maybe max mm. or like even the day before sometimes if I was super busy, which I got stressed about. And that was something that I, I think was one of the main reasons I switched over was because I have a lot less free time now. I yeah. think I, I, brought, I said to the guys, I was like, look, I'm not ready for the homebrew world. Um, I want to run Icewind Dale, but in Eberron. Great. So it's the setting I know, uh, a new location I've never played in. And I was like, I really want to do this um, because it's something I've wanted to run for a long time. Um, so we, we started doing that. And I was like, I found a guide online that someone had already mapped all of it out, and I was like, this is perfect. So I took it all, put a spin on it, merged basically Icewind Dale and this, the new version together, uh, added my own bits, and then I was like, sweet, here's all my own lore, spoke to the players, got them to make the characters, put all their information in, jobs are good. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I really feel that like there have... I think if you're, if you've got a session coming up and you're going, oh God, I've got to prep that. Oh God, I've got to like build combat and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. and uh, Like then the balance isn't right. Yeah. Um, and I've had that where I've gone like, okay, I need to go and put myself in a coffee shop somewhere and build a session because right. I need to be yeah. productive. And I've had to force myself and like, okay, great. I got out of the house and I spent five pounds on a coffee. Woohoo. But I like, that's not sustainable. And so, uh, you, and you can't prep for a session that hasn't happened. Like you can't prep two yeah, sessions exactly. ahead. Maybe, yeah. maybe you can do it a little bit. You can't fully do it because you don't know what no. the player's choices are going to lead to. You know, you don't want to prep for a jailhouse and then they decide to go the other way. Um, yeah. So here's, here's a good question on that then. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you prep what happened in the last session, the end of the last session? Like when did you say, um, this is what's going to happen? Uh, in TOA? Yeah. Okay, so for context, the group has been up against a rival party that involves a previous member of the party. 
his sister, and then two NPCs that they've met along the whole length of the campaign. Yeah. They are, yeah. in the party's eyes, evil. They are um, bad. we got to kill them. They've killed two of them. And yeah. they've had a, they had a big combat. We had a big confrontation. Mm-hmm. But a big confrontation with them now. Yeah, so the main guy got away, and the assassin got away. And um, when I planned that big combat, that big confrontation, and um, I, I planned, you know, what what their tactics were. I planned what they would do during combat. I planned what would make them break those rules. Like they yeah. had, they had roles that they, you know, they were a party just like you guys get yeah, together. Yeah, okay. Exactly. You're going to bless me and then you're going to cast this and then I'll use that bonus buff to do they this. They have those pre-game tactics. They were doing that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and you, and you managed to kill two of them, but yeah. in those tactics, I planned, okay, what do we do if things go wrong? What yeah. do we do if we start to lose? And at what point do we run away? Yeah. And in doing that, I decided, okay, there's, they, they need a point to meet back up at because they've all got different ways of escaping. One yeah. of them can enter the ethereal plane. One of them can turn into a ghost. One of them um, can teleport. Another one can fly. So it's like, yeah. they need to be able to like get back meet to here. Yeah. Yeah. So I picked the most obvious spot for them, which was outside the Tomb of the Nine Gods. Outside the Tomb of the Nine Gods, there is one of the many uh, obsidian obelisks that have been popping up all over fifth edition yeah. of D&D. Um, spoilers for Tomb of Annihilation. Uh, this one, if you push it over and you break it, it shatters and there is a demon inside. A big old uh, scary demon. That <laughs> demon is very difficult to kill. And I fight. am scared. I yeah. am very, very scared the next session. So I decided when I wrote their tactics, which would have been four months ago, roughly maybe five mm-hmm. that they would go back to the obelisk that's where their camp was the reason their camp was there was because it was a landmark um it was near the tomb it was uh, a good jutting out point it's also the they entered omu from that direction you entered it from the opposite end yeah um and having spent time there the sister runa would who who was this kind of mischievous dubious don't want to use the e-word sorcerer yeah um she yeah, would have yeah, yeah. investigated the obelisk and she would have found out that there was a force there was something in it and it was bad and like <laughs> let's deal let's like let's get it let's ooh, let's investigate yeah. um and so the um the the kind of in case of emergency plan was mm-hmm. built which was yeah. everybody get back together and meet at the obelisk if you are at the obelisk on your own and a party of six people comes along to come and kill you, break the obelisk and run away. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Right. So um, that's what he did. You guys approached and he pushed it over and set the demon free. Um, yeah. And now you're going to fight him. And that's something I planned. Yeah, five months ago. Um, and it's something that I kind of. Someone's having a pie door slamming shut um it's something i planned not knowing if it would ever come up you know i said okay well yeah get back to the obelisk well it kind of makes sense that they do this and i kind of sketched it out of my brain and then it when it happened in the session it was half using my prep half improvisation right like, oh yeah. they're going now okay well i know what happened so here we go and yeah they're then you've got that the creative already planned out yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah 
that's pretty much what I've been doing. So I had a similar situation where I was like, they could go here at this point. I, I was pretty aware that they were on route to this place. There's like an elven temple. Um, spoilers for Icewindale. Oh. Um, that one's newer than TOA. Where, People might only be reading that now. <laughs> How could you? I know. Um, where there's an evil druid mm. uh, who I changed a lot of information about. Um, but yeah, but they're there. And I knew they were heading there. And I was like, one of the players was deeply tied to the druid character. Mm. And I was like, just a heads up, this could get very dramatic for you. I didn't give them any information. I was just like, this could go very bad. You're going to have a mild trauma in the coming session. Um, so I think that's another thing is like prepare people around you for things as well, mm. um, just to be a good deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I 100% agree. And I think like I, um, that, so the, the balance in that is like, if you're playing a game every week, don't give yourself three days to prep for the game. Yeah, exactly. And it's just knowing that limit, like knowing how much time you actually need. Yeah. But also knowing how much time you actually need when you factor in other things in your life. Yeah. Like I only need a day to prep now. I've got this this document, right? Like I will prep our game on Monday. Yeah. Great. Works for me now. Done. Yeah. If I'm doing something on Monday, I know I need to have prepped it on Sunday. Exactly. You know? Um, but yeah, I feel like we're going around in the circles in the sense that like, <laughs> we're saying you just need to know what your limit is, but that's like the core of it. I think know? in just in life, you the biggest tip that I, when I had a therapist was like, because I struggle with um, keeping everything together and mm. I have to plan things out mm. um, very rigidly. Otherwise I will forget to do things as you have witnessed this week. Mm. Um so I, I bought a planner and I have everything on my phone calendar. So all my work stuff is in my planner and my calendar on work. And I have all my home stuff on my phone and my calendar in my house. Uh, and I forgot to put something on my calendar and we didn't record yesterday. <laughs> so we're doing it today. <laughs> we're doing it today. <laughs> I'm the same. I put things on my iPhone calendar. I have my to-do list on my phone. I have, um, I don't have anything written uh, because I'm awful and I will put it down and not pick it back up so but like that's a really good thing like when you're overwhelmed so going to the burnout side of this if you're starting to feel burnt out write like physically pick up a pencil 100 yeah and write it all down there is something and i never believe it whenever my mum always used to say she's like well have you tried writing it down i was like i don't need to write it down (laughs) i know what the problem is i've got this 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 and this she's like yeah but how have you written it down and for some reason writing it down has this magical way of making things more manageable you know your body has more time to process what you're putting down. Yeah. That's what it is. Because I can type a lot faster than I can probably write now. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a great theory, actually. I'd never thought that. Yeah. yeah just a, just something interesting there. Um, I, I would like at work, I like uh, because I'm very technical at work. I have to use, I use my computer all the time. Mm. Um, but I don't like taking notes on my computer. I like to handwrite my notes, which... Mm-hmm. I'm very against in some ways because paper, and I really hate using paper, but something about it helps me process what I need to do. And I have lists, and I like to tick my lists off rather than to have a computer list. Yeah. Do you know what's really going to annoy me after this episode is that I'm going to go and I'm going to add edit we speak common episode on my to-do list and then I won't take Mm -hmm. it off until at least tomorrow. My my to-do list, do you want to know what my to-do list is right now? Throw it at me. My to-do list currently is Mind Journal, Mm -hmm. ASOS, 
Okay. Bongo's bingo. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot you got that. Book next to We Speak Common episodes. Okay. Pay James. <laughs> Clean flat. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to put it now. This is an extensive list right now. Edit WSC episode. Yeah. There you go. So list. now Mind Journal is probably going to stay on there for ages. That's something I want to buy and I haven't bought. ASOS will okay. stay on there till tomorrow. Bongo's Bingo will stay on probably until this weekend, if not next week. Yeah. Uh, book next two episodes. I'm actually going to tick off because I've done that. Yeah. Uh, pay James will stay on there till tomorrow. Clean Flat will stay on there tomorrow. Edit. So that's actually going to become a lot smaller tomorrow. But now yeah. I've looked at that and I've gone, holy shit, that's actually a lot that I've got to There's, do tomorrow. Yeah, it's a, a substantial so amount. You might probably going to move things around. Probably going to move some things around because that's yeah. too much. That's too much, Dave. But again, that's another thing with with you can visually see your tasks mm. and see how much you have to do. So you can go, right, well, I'm going to have to move that around. Mm. Which is what I do as a job. I go, right, that's a lot. <laughs> Let's move some of that. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's not on there? Is What's that? Prep the next session of D and D. That's something right, else I've got to go. do. So you know, so yeah. it's good to have that. Um, yeah, I agree. Is are Dave? Are we saying that the way to avoid burnout and to find balance is to be more organised? <laughs> yes, I think it is. Wow. Uh, wow. And on that, how bombshell, boring! Uh, <laughs> what knobheads we are. Um, but honestly, yeah, I think. <laughs> I'm a very chaotic person as you're fully aware yeah. um, and I think bringing some sense of order into my life has helped that mm. uh, because I I think I'm so chaotic because my work has always been very um, lawful <laughs> sure. uh, very like rigid I have to stick to schedules and I have to do things on time and I have yeah. to be on this blah 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 um, so I like to be more free in my free time mm. Um, but mm. I still have to have my list. Otherwise I will lose my mind. No, I agree. And actually one more thing I want to shout out that I haven't, I, I thought about saying earlier yeah. and I didn't, um, is our time tree that we have. Yes. So we have a shared calendar. Um, everyone in the party is on that calendar Yeah. and you can all add things. So we have repeating events on the calendar for the game. So every Wednesday yeah. there's a TOA game, every Saturday there's a tyranny game. And then we add things. So our rule is if you add it with at least a week's advance notice yeah. and it conflicts with a game, we will try to reschedule the game to a different day. Yeah. If it's within seven days of the game, we will play without you. Yeah, um, exactly. it's two people that can't make it and then we will cancel the game. Cancel, yeah. So for example, like this week, we've got tyranny on Saturday and then nothing else. Next week, uh, Maybank holiday is on Monday. We've got TOA yeah. uh, on Wednesday, Saturday is tyranny. And then on Sunday, Davis has got his game. I do. Um, you go to a week after that. The eighth is the um, bank holiday. Oh, we're going to play. We're going to play D&D on the King's coronation. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Uh, I played D&D on St. George's Day the other day and oh. I didn't have a dragon in my game. Well, there you go. <laughs> then we've got TOA on Wednesday and then from Friday to the following Thursday, me and Wes are uh, busy. We're away. You're away. So, what magical land are you venturing to? Um, it's this this wonderful uh, country called Spain. Oh, lovely! Yeah, yeah. I'm I do like Spain. Really I like Spain. Spain's nice. Very nice. We're going to Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be nice. It's, it's good. I haven't seen Wes since it's been uh, a while. before the new year. No. That's wild. No. no way. My birthday. No. Sorry for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In exactly. February. Yeah. Yeah. So. February. That's still a while ago now. Still like three months. 
Yeah. And I'm going to see him in a different country. Um, are, you, are you meeting up there? Are you going from separate airports? And meeting stuff? up there, yeah. Right, right. Different airports um, flying in. Cool. I think we land half an hour away from, apart from each other. So that's, oh, nice. that's like, not too bad at all. And, I think he yeah. gets there first as well. So he's the one who's got to wait around for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> always the way. Yeah. Always the way. Um, so yeah, so uh, a group calendar, time tree. Yes. Amazing. Fully recommend it. You've got to stick to it. You've got to it's be... something I have adopted in my game as well with my yeah. body because they are chaotic people. Oh, dang. Um, I'm just basically copying you at this point. Say, say um... it louder. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I've changed my mind. I'm just going to be chaotic and just... It's just going to be shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be terrible again. <laughs> but yeah, add, um, add everyone on there and stick yeah. to it. Be regimented. You know, if yeah. if you are committing to a campaign... And it's going to be every Wednesday. Don't book something on a Wednesday when you've got the game. Right. You know, because yeah, it's exactly. on the calendar. If you um, can't be helped, fair enough. But like we said, do it in with enough advance to warn people. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and that really helps with the balance because then you can also look yeah. at all of the games you've got going on and know whether you've got too many or not. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. That's my last tip. I think that's we've done it. That's all I've got it, for you. I hope it's not been boring, but I, I think we've given some good tips out. I feel like we've really showed our age in this episode. I think we are. I, I feel very old now. Our, our mentalities <laughs> are, are, are grown up and um, uh, mature ways. Yeah. I, I think you just mellow so out people. There's in so many general. people who are going to be listening to this who are older than me. Who are going to be like, I know. shut up, you child. Don't tell me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what happens at my work all the time. I'm like one of the youngest people there and I'm like, oh. I go I go home and I'm like, yeah, I feel pretty mature. And then the yeah. people that have worked there for like 20 years and I'm like, I've worked here for six months. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. If you're good enough, you're old enough. Exactly. And age is just a number. And prison All is those just things. a room. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Is this going to be another cut? Is this going to be another That was a joke. That's okay. Great. <laughs> that was a piece Interesting. of, of humour. Everyone at home, that was very interesting what Ben said. Uh, oh, don't, don't start rumours about me. I've only just come back to the podcast. They don't cancel me after, now. After that stint in jail. Uh, <laughs> don't you dare start that rumor. He wasn't really in London working. No, he was in prison. For tax evasion. Uh, he wasn't actually in prison, everyone. He was in London. And Manchester. Who you could say is a prison. <laughs> prison of the soul yes prison of the soul interesting it's a yeah. lovely town I don't mind it unless in, you know what it was it was nice until it got busy you've been once Dave <laughs> I hated it when it, it was busy it was with me I hated it when it was busy but I loved it when it was quiet so we, there we go um, we should we should do a, a couple of trips we should do a uh, like a an overnight stay in London go okay. see the show yeah yeah that'd be fun bar, hit a couple of bars up yeah, I'll show Sweet. you. I'll show you around Soho. Show me the sights. I mean, we'll have London. no money afterwards because it's. Yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to that. Expensive, but I mean, the train was enough. Yeah, so let's just say that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay. Well, look, this has been a wonderful episode. If you want to, yes. um, if you want to get involved, if you want to, if you want to talk about, you know, life balance and calendars mm-hmm. and to do lists, yeah. all the things <laughs> like, like the old fogies, <laughs> then uh, why not head over to the We Speak Common Discord? Uh, it's it's a fun place. It's not boring. Uh, it's no, it's actually not boring at all. Open for everyone. If you are um, a supporting member of the patron or just a commoner, as we like to call you, then come on over, get involved. There's a link in the description below. 
we've got a big chat room. We sit, we talk, we, we talk about D and D, we talk about life, we talk about the universe yeah. and everything. Um, and if you are a supporting member of the Patreon, you get different access to the discord via the different tiers. Um, if you haven't listened to the announcement episode that went out, uh, two or three weeks ago now, maybe a month ago, I can't remember. Maths is hard. Then, uh, I break down the tiers in that, but, um, it's all broken down on the Patreon. There's a link below. Uh, there's places like the behind the scenes channel. There's topic suggestions that get first look access, uh, first, first pick four topics on the show there is uh, the vibe zone where we get to sit and chat there's events that happen for patrons and non-patrons but mostly uh patrons the commoner ones are more spread out it's um it's a great place to be go and look get together get involved with things like our uh, our project civitas stage yes it's, uh, yeah so it's been going really well uh, it's open to commoners and um patrons as well now so you get on there we've had some really really good suggestions on there we've just started a new month uh, which is based in the mountains surrounding mm-hmm. the city we just built which is really exciting uh, yeah it's going really well come and have a look come and have a look right um, that's it we're done episode okay. finished done gone <laughs> thank you very much Dave thank you <laughs> see you later then bye for listening to the we speak common podcast network if you enjoyed the show be sure to leave a review on your platform of choice and share us with a friend or dnd group near you if you'd like to directly support the network and the production of new shows like the one you heard today head to the description of this episode or our social media pages for a link to our patreon page you can connect with the show on twitter instagram and facebook at we speak common The network theme is Street Dancing by Timecrawler82 and is held under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. You can find it on the Free Music Archive.